Good afternoon. Welcome back to Captain's Log and Dr. Dollar. Uh, welcome back, buddy. Again, we're social distancing. We're doing our podcast remotely and Zoomers. Zoomers. Yeah, we are. We are. We're, we're not quite boomers, but we're definitely Zoomers here. For so, sure. Um, thanks for joining me again. Um, appreciate everything you're doing in the community and in uh, keeping your employees working and obviously your office um, at as full of capacity as you can and, you know, doing a lot of tele, what's it called? Telemedicine. Telehealth. Telehealth. So telehealth, telemedicine. Uh, I, I love telehealth. It's very convenient for my patients, very safe, obviously. And uh, we keep the distance of uh, about 20, 30 miles or even, you know, across the country. Uh, I love it. It's very efficient also. And so I, I hope that this is something that after the coronavirus is all said and done, which hopefully it's going to be soon, uh, this is something that we're going to keep and continue to use and continue to deliver. Uh, my office is open only for emergencies, only for patients that I don't want them to go to the emergency room and I want them to come to my office so we'll take care of them so they are going to avoid, uh, we want to decrease the congestion in the emergency room. All right, let me just mute my phone because I don't want this to go crazy throughout our broadcast here. So, Doc, uh, more importantly, obviously, this uh, COVID-19 has is, is gotten very serious. We talked about it for many weeks now. And um, tell me the importance of the antibody testing and how that's going to help us get back to work, if that is going to help us get back to work or if there's a, a better solution. Tell me what you know. Wonderful, wonderful, fantastic. I'm, I'm very excited that very, very soon in the U.S., we're going to have it available almost everywhere. Uh, so when is that going to happen? I think in the next week to two weeks, uh, we are going to have the rapid test. So essentially, just think about that as a pregnancy test. How simple is pregnancy test? Pregnancy test is done normally with a urine test. Here, it's going to be a finger prick, yep. and you're going to put it in a little container, and the container will have lines, let's say four lines, for example, one test is four lines, and it will show you IgM and IgG. These are different antibody. What, I, is that, what does that mean? IgM means that you had the disease recently. IgG means that you had the disease at least 10 days ago or more than that. What does that mean? That you develop the antibody to combat the disease. So it's very important for our patient that think they had the disease, or even those they don't, they just want to get out of the house, not to wear a mask anymore, to know that I, if I had the disease, I'm immunized. You know, I, I develop the immune system. I can walk freely. Obviously, if I touch anything, I can still transmit it to another person, but I cannot develop coronavirus myself, or at least not the current coronavirus that we have around. So the World Health Organization has been hesitant, matter of fact, as recently as yesterday, hesitant to say that the antibodies that we are producing are, one, going to be effective to fight this, and two, they're going to be uh, effective within a year. Maybe they're, not, they're going to be losing their strength. I didn't know that that was a thing. Right. So again, the, the coronavirus that we currently have, it's called the novel coronavirus. You heard that name, novel meaning new. We don't know everything we learn is on the fly. Captain Brian, we don't know anything. Let's assume that. We don't know anything and right. we are learning on the go. And that's why you see people at CNN, at Fox, on the, uh, uh, you know, in, the, in the media, even in the government, CDC, changing their mind all the time. And you're saying, well, they're not reliable. Why are they changing their mind? They're changing their mind because they don't know. 
And uh, you know, changing your mind does not show it. Doc, what happened? We lost your boss. Tell your son to stop gaming on the internet connection. He's using all the bandwidth. You know, we talked about that people change their mind all the time. And, 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 you know, Captain Brian, they're changing their mind because it, it's, it shows me strength when you change your mind. It doesn't show me weakness when you're sticking to your guns. Yeah. You know, in science, we, we are learning all the time to maneuver. It's the, 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 you have to be malleable and change with time. So initially we said, don't wear a mask. And then we said, yes, wear a mask. It doesn't show that we are weak. It shows that we are smart and we are changing and we are evolving. Correct. As we learn more information about this by the minute, right, we can implement different uh, ideas and techniques and things that will help us improve the safety. That's the idea, right? Absolutely. So let's go back to now the IgG and IgM test. So, Captain Brian, you know, according, you know, I, I've been taking care of you, and I know that I, we never had the test for the coronavirus for you because you never had any symptoms of the coronavirus. But, Captain Brian, you tell me, hey, I want to see if I had it because in, at the end of December, you were a little bit under, you know, under the weather, and you said, you know, I wasn't myself. And yeah. you say, hey, I want to check. Maybe I had the coronavirus, and if I had the coronavirus, I can go up. And, and do whatever I want to do. So we do check this IgG test. And if that IgG showed that you have significant amount of antibody in your body, there is a good chance that you are immunized. Now the CDC and the World Health Organization cannot guarantee anything, of course. But again, if this virus, the coronavirus, COVID-19, behaves the same way as all other viruses in the world, yep. for example, hepatitis, a, B, C, HIV, you know, all them, herpes, syphilis, I'm, I'm sorry, herpes, and, and, and all these viruses in the world, they are all behaving in the same way. So you are going to develop immunity to them. Uh, so, so that's important. Uh, now, are, are we 100% sure? No, we are not 100% sure. But again, we want to continue with our lives. We want to get out of the house. We get out of, of quarantine. You want to open your comedy club. You want to continue to, I mean, you were a big supporter of, of you know, Collier and Lee County. Of course. I mean, not only you had significant number of employees, you were, you, you know, doing businesses, buying stuff. You were making sure that everybody around you That's right. had, had food on the table. Like you as well. That's right. So everybody does play their part in this. And uh, the sooner we can get back to work and back to normal lives, I think the, the happier everyone's going to be. Uh, so tell me now, your personal gut opinion has been spot on so far for everything that we've talked about. Do you feel that we're in a right, it's the right time to do the antibody test to be able to get people back out yet? I do. I think that some people uh, in the next two, three weeks, when we are going to have the test available, are going to have the test. And among the younger people that we need them at work, uh, you know, the, the uh, people that work at your place, the younger people, they are fairly healthy, they do the test, they test positive. So it's the first time that we, when we say you test positive, it's a good thing. Normally. Right when we say test positive is a bad thing. That's right. Yeah, you never want to test positive, right? But right. this is the one that you want to test positive 
to prove that you have the antibodies. Correct. You want to prove that you had the antibody. That means you had coronavirus. You didn't have any symptoms, which 80% of the people don't have any symptoms. And you have the antibodies. As a result of that, most likely you are immunized. And, but you have to remember, like any test in the world, no test is perfect. Every test has what we call false positive and false negative. False positive, that means that, or, and false negative, that means that the accuracy of that test has some error there. You know, I can tell you that you were tested positive and there 1% chance that you were not tested positive. Right. So, so that's where we are. So we already saw the country basically fail on getting out the tests and rolling out the tests. Even when we talked, I think it was three weeks almost past the time when they promised, right, that we would have tests on a Friday and it didn't take, it took how long, how much longer before we really started rolling out all these tests. How do you think that we're going to roll out the new antibody test for everybody when everybody not only doesn't have symptoms, they need it for everybody now, right? Because they're only testing people who have symptoms, and we still don't have as much. We lose you, Doc. That was gold. You missed it. Are you there? Dala. So now that we've proven or that we have the theory that the antibody tests are going to help everybody and recover and get back to work and prove the fact that if they've had it, they're going to have the antibodies and now we have to test. Yeah. We talked about testing almost three weeks prior to the U.S. government actually being able to produce enough tests for people who had symptoms. Now we're talking about the whole country needs to be tested, right? How are we going to handle that? How is that going to be rolled out? Is this a quicker, easier, simpler little device that we can make? Yes. So, no, it's not something you can make. It has to be FDA approved. It I'm has not to that good. Test. I mean, you cannot make it in your garage. Uh, but um, so, so this test is much simpler test. It's not uh, involved. It's a test that you're going to get in your house. You're going to have a pinprick. Your doctor is going to help analyze the results and put it all in a database. It's all going to be, there will be an app for that. It's going to be some sophistication to that. It's not going to be too expensive. So you're going to talk probably in the $100 or plus minus range. For so every person? For every person. You don't think that they'll subsidize that? Oh, you know, they may subsidize that, but some of the patients, let's say you don't have insurance, for example, or you're saying to me, hey, doc, I don't care about subsidy. I really want my freedom. Yeah, we need it now. I, I really need it now. Again, I, do I think they're going, to, they're going to make it available to every American? Yes, they have to do that. This is going to be done. Uh, but, but some people may need it more than once. Let's say, Captain Brian, you tested negative for this. Four weeks from now, you're going to come to me and say, hey, doc, I want to have the test again. That's right. I'm not sure how often the government is going to approve that. We, are not, we don't know that yet. That brings me to another question. Um, so if I do test negative, am I someone who should go back to work or should I wait until I'm, I've had the immune, the, the antibodies? If, if, you, if you test negative and you go back to work and everybody, you know, you, you can get the disease, you can get coronavirus. Now, 
you're hoping you're going to get asymptomatic coronavirus, but who knows? Maybe you are one of the unfortunate ones. Uh, so you should not go back to work. What about, I've seen uh, the Chinese government is bragging about the, um, I guess they're soldiers or the military, they have a face mask and supposedly they can read, um, have you seen this? They can read the temperatures of thousands of people at once by looking at their face and find out if they're, um, I guess, asymptomatic or not, right? If, if they have a fever and they're running around and they're going to be a problem. No, it's, you- not, it's completely meaningless. The idea of checking for fever, it, it's like 80% of the people that don't have fever, 80% of the people with coronavirus don't have any symptoms. So you're looking for only the ones that are very sick. What does it matter? If the guy that has no symptoms, as a matter of fact, he is the guy that is transmitting it without knowing that he has the disease, is much more dangerous than a guy that has fever. So, so those with fever don't run around. Normally, when Captain Brian has fever, he say, hey, doc, I'm staying at home tonight. That's right. That's right. Now, next question. I saw the Turkish government goes door to door and gives everybody five masks per week and they make it mandatory that you have to wear a mask. Are we doing too little, or is that something we should do, or do you think that this is a little overkill? You know, there's no, I don't like to use the term overkill when it comes to pandemic, right? Because because it has a lot of meanings. But overall, I I think, you know, we should take, we should not blame government for everything. We should take some responsibility. Make your own masks, make your own stuff. Stop waiting for the government to give you something. That's Do right. it yourself. Do, take care of yourself. Eat healthy. You and I, in the last two years, have been talking about that. You cannot blame society for everything. Do it yourself. It's not that difficult to eat healthy. It's not that difficult to, to cut away processed food. It's not that difficult to exercise. We just proved that you don't even need to spend any money to exercise. That's right. You know, you had been doing that riding your bike every Saturday. You do a podcast riding your bike, your bike right, on, on the weekend. Uh, you know, how much does it cost you to ride the bike? Zero. Nothing. Gym memberships, I think, have gone, they're worthless at this point. Everybody has figured out how to work, work out at home. Right. And, uh, I think they've been successful at it. I know that I put in a whole gym floor right in the middle of my living room. It right. doesn't look aesthetically pleasing, but it gets the job done. Right. Right, and you realize that you can cook, Captain Brian can cook, and Captain Brian can clean as well. It's amazing, huh? Yeah, yeah that's the first for me. <laughs> I have learned that I can clean. Right. I hate it, but I have learned that I can clean. Because two weeks right. ago, my maid said she can't come anymore. Right. So then I was like, damn, I actually have to do this. And you know, Next, it's not a bad job cleaning. Not bad, not bad. Okay. Next question, Doc. I see, uh, and this is things that I see on TV. I need to understand. Are these working? Are these things that you suggest that we should be doing? We're not doing them. In Canada, they spray the streets down. Every morning, they spray the streets down with bleach and, I say, pressure wa- hot water pressure washing. Yeah. Uh, we don't do any of that. Not even in New York, right? No, we don't. And, and you know what? I, I think we should. In some cities like Manhattan, you know, it's impossible to do it in Florida. Why? Because, you know, our streets are forever. I mean, they take miles and miles and miles of streets. You, you cannot do that. But in major metropolitan, like, you, you know, Atlanta and, and Los Angeles and downtown Los Angeles and, and New York City, and Boston, you should definitely do that. A lot of people walk there. A lot of people touch different things. Spray it. 
Uh, and, and now that you don't have too much traffic there, you can do it. It's got to be very cheap considering. I mean, it must be more money to put salt on the streets than it, than it is if you mix a little bleach in hot water. Right. So why are we not doing it? I, I, you know, I think it's, it's uh, resources. I think it's uh, man, manpower. I, I think it's uh, that we are overwhelmed with everything else that is going on. Don't forget, this is a big, big country. Uh, the United States of America is a massive, the size of the country is massive. Uh, so we have a lot of land to cover. And then you have local government and you have everything else. So, Well, uh, is there anything that I missed, Doc? Anything that uh, you want to get out to the people? No. I mean, we, we have a nice audience watching this show now on a weekly basis. And uh, the information you're providing is priceless. I know that, you know, they can find you at Gulf, uh, Gulfstream, right? Yeah, Gulfstream Urology. But, yep. but again, I'm excited about the rapid test. And, you know, I, I'm excited. I'm going to be first one in line to have this done. You're going to pay the 100, 200. I'm going to pay. What's the price of freedom, Captain Brian? What's the yeah, price of freedom? That's right. There is no price. I, I, I would pay whatever it takes. But I think it's going to be in the $100 range. I, you know, or no more than that. Probably less. So does that have to go to a lab? No. This you is going to be something that shows up on a little stick right away in front of your face. Yes. Oh, absolutely. This is going to be beautiful. Just it's like, a, like you said, pregnancy test. It, it will, it's going to even look like a pregnancy test. Has other countries rolled this out yet? Oh, yes. And we're still behind? Yes. Wow. We are behind, uh, but we're getting it. We're getting it. Again, the timing has to be right. You cannot roll this out at the beginning because everybody would be negative. And what have you done here? Nothing. That makes sense. I understand totally. Yes, you're right. Because if you so, start rolling that out, people start thinking that they're negative. Right. It's given to give them a false sense of security. Correct. Correct. If you're positive, meaning at that time. I mean, you, you, you really want to roll it out. The, the timing for everything here is essential. Uh, the timing to, to quarantine people, the time to release people. It, it's not, I know everybody is blaming the, the government and at the end of the day, it's not that simple. It's not, it's not as easy as it sounds. Well, you should do this. Everybody has his own opinion. You know, this is the first time in the history of mankind that we quarantine healthy people. We never yeah. quarantine healthy people. We always quarantine sick people. Right. Captain Fine, you're healthy. You're quarantined at home. So when you have to leave the house for the essentials, which is not often, but you still at some point probably still have to leave the house, yes. correct? Yes. What is the proper situation when you return? Because I have a whole little regimen I do. Right. But when you return back to the house, you're obviously carrying the germs back to your residence. Yes. But you're going to be quarantined yes. and you don't want to be sitting in there with the germs. So what do you do to prevent that? A couple of things. The first thing is don't go to the supermarket, wherever you go, with another person from your house. A lot of people say, hey, honey, let's go to Publix or let's go to Costco. No, 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 no. You go by yourself or she goes by herself. Don't go together because if you go together, you have twice the chance of getting whatever you're getting and you don't want to bring it. So one person only goes. Number two, wear a mask on. Okay, wear a mask. Number three, you go to Costco, you go to Publix, you go to Target, wherever you go. If you have gloves, wear gloves. If not, wipe. The first thing you're going to do is that... that um, wipe the cart gloves. down. 
wipe the car down completely. Then, you know, take everything that you want. You know, again, I don't use cash anymore. You know, I, cash was king, not anymore. Cash, right. cash is not even queen or yeah. a slave. Yeah, yeah, for you, you go all plastic. All and, plastic. and when you take out, here's the problem when I do go, though. Yeah. I feel like I can't touch anything because you've got to touch the keypad. you got to put the thing in the, you know. Right. What, what's the procedure? I tell you my procedure. I take one of these Clorox wipes, okay? Same. There's plenty of Clorox wipes, right? The, the regular wipes, Clorox wipe. I use that Clorox wipe for everything. For the pad, I put my finger on it. So I do the same thing. Everything is with the Clorox wipe. Well, our I world's changed. I do it everywhere. It's, that's the norm. Yes. Get the gas, I'm doing that. Get, yes. you, you get your groceries, I'm using the little Clorox. Yeah. yeah. So, so when I come home, the moment I come home at the garage, I take off all my clothes. I put all the groceries on the floor. I go, I take a shower. The first thing I do is I take a shower. Meanwhile, my wife takes the groceries and start washing everything. We used to wash with soap. Now studies show that the risk outweigh the benefits, so we wash it just with water. But if there are any boxes, let's say there's a milk carton, so we wipe it down. You know, anything yeah. but the fruit and the vegetable just with water, with our soap. Okay. And at that point, your clothes go right in the hamper or right, in, right, right into the washing machine? Right into the washing machine. Same. And I go and I take a shower. Now, if I had hair, I obviously don't have hair. If I had hair like you do, wash your hair every day. When I say wash your hair, it sticks to the hair. Go take a I don't have any hair all over my body. You know, it's like I'm like a like yeah, one of sexy. From sexy. 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 Yeah. Or one of these cats from Austin Powers. You remember that cat? You're like a statue. <laughs> <laughs> so you take it all off, you you put it in directly in. Now here's another question I have, and I, I have two questions yeah. uh, that popped up. One is when I wash colored clothes and I don't and I wash it on cold. Yes. Does that no. affect anything? No, because I have the soap. I, I use sterilization. So the, because I wear scrubs, you know, my scrubs to the office, I put it on, it's like 125 degree, 145 degrees. I'm not sure what it is, but it takes two hours and 20 minutes to sterilize it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So right. I don't take any chance. I mean, I don't care about the color of stuff. I mean, my colors are very simple. As you, you like white, I like black. Everything I wear is black. I do either one. I go back and forth. Yeah. All right. My last question. We'll wrap this up, Doc. You've been very knowledgeable as always. Here's the question. And this was uh, a question that was argued to me over another Skype call. We weren't live. We were just discussing it. And I said, you don't get it when you eat the food. And they said to me, well, it goes in your mouth that you can't touch your hands in your mouth. How does that differentiate between eating the food? One, there's study to show that you are going to get it from eating the food. Now, your logic, there is sense in your logic. But again, everything has to do with, you know, how much virus is there on a food. So, for example, let's say you grab a tomato and, and from Publix, and then somebody has touched that tomato. You are going to wash that tomato. Let's say there are a couple but Just of with water. Just with water. Let's say there's a couple of viral particles that are left there after two, three hours or four hours when you are eating it. Chances you are going to get the coronavirus from two or three viral particles is unlikely. You are talking about billions of viral particles that are coming 
into you to affect you. Is so that really what it takes? It takes millions and billions? Is that yeah, how? They're, of course. Like, it's so small, but there's... How many can fit on a pinhead? Oh, oh billions. You billions? Cannot, billions. Wow. So you, the coronavirus, you cannot see on a regular microscope. So you need to use an electron microscope. So the size of the coronavirus is so, so small. You cannot see it with a hundred magnification, regular microscope, you cannot see it. Wow. So it's minute, minute amount. There's trillions and trillions of, of, the, of viruses in it. Last question. I know I told you I had one last question, but I have one more. As I'm walking up my stairs, I bumped into the wall and I rubbed the wall just briefly with my arm. And then I got paranoid, like, oh, my God, like someone else could have bumped that. Is that really a thing? You, you know, again, I, 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 I'm in the same boat with you, Captain Brian. Accidentally, I touched something. I touched my elbows into something. I wipe it. Are we overdoing it? Maybe. Probably. But you know what? Right now, what's the harm by, by washing it? There's no harm. You know, if it takes the fear and gives you some control, it's worth it. So your so shoes at the door, I Lysol them when I get home, and I leave them right at the door, and I Lysol them. Don't walk uh, around the house. Never. Don't put shoes in your house at all. And this should start, you know what, coronavirus or no coronavirus. In, in our house, it was like that for years. Really? Uh, but, but, but again, this should be a, a standard of care. No more shoes in the house. The, the streets are dirty. They're filthy. I mean, to be brain- honest with you, I always get annoyed when I have to go to someone's house as a guest and they make me take off my shoes. I get a little offended, but now I should just think it's normal. Right. You should buy new socks because those with the holes are not good anymore. Oh, no, I have. I never, never. I actually have so many brand new socks that almost every day I have. I probably wear my socks twice and that's it. It's sure. annoying to me. I hate sure. it. Sure. All right, Doc, I appreciate you coming on, spending a lot of time with me, uh, educating people around us, everybody that watches the podcast. Uh, we, we all appreciate it. How can they reach you on, on the gram? How can they reach you on, on IG? Tell dollar, us. Dollar MD on the Instagram. Uh, send me an email at dollar at teamdollar.com. That's dollar, D-A-L-L-E-R, at teamdollar, D-A-L-L-E-R.com. Yes. It's always a pleasure. Thanks, Doc. Thank you, Be sir. Be safe. Yes, sir.